everyone. Welcome to the Women of Worth podcast. Today we have two very special guests who are husband and wife. We have Dave Lovell, who is a mechanical engineer. He loves gardening and loves reading. And his beautiful wife, Mel Lovell, who is a high school teacher teaching English. She loves tea. She's very creative and she is one of four. So welcome to the podcast, Dave and Mel Lovell. Hello. Thanks for having us. Great start. (laughs) Dave and Mel um, are my regional leaders, so they are um, part of small group from from church. I brought them onto the Women of Worth podcast today um, to speak about relationships. But before we dive into that, I would love to know um, a bit more about you guys. Awesome. Well, we come from very different upbringings and backgrounds, um, but I think through that difference, it's kind of brought a lot of strength to our marriage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been married for two and a half years, almost, or it'll be three in December, which mm-hmm. is really exciting. Yep. Um, Good at math? Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'd love to hear um, a funny or interesting story uh-huh. about you guys. So when you were asking us this question, yeah, the first thing that kind of came to mind is our wedding night. Because yeah. <laughs> it was not your typical <laughs> wedding night. When people talk about, you know, the wedding, they, they tell you, Try as much as you can to rest before your wedding. Yeah. Don't get too exhausted. Don't yep. stress yourself out. That's what people are helping you for. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't really help it. Mm-hmm. I think when it's the biggest day of your life, mm-hmm. um, you can't help but feel a bit nervous and pretty run down. Pretty run down because your body's just trying to prepare mentally, physically, emotionally. And also, you know, not really sleeping and super stressed and those little things too. Oh, maybe not everyone. I I wasn't feeling it in that particular way. I think it was just at the end of the school year for me. And so I was not only just coming to the end of the school year, but then I was finishing off the school year with Mm. the biggest day of my life. Mm. And so that just, yeah, I ended up... um, You were very unwell. I ended up getting really unwell. I ended up losing my voice. Mm-hmm. So by our reception, I couldn't speak. <laughs> Don't oh, wow. to say my part of the our speech <laughs> that we planned. Um, I could hardly get my vowels out even now. So <laughs> 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 oh, that's okay. Um, and it, it ended up getting an ear infection and like it ended up getting bit intense. But you know, um, like on the way home, driving, we so got married out in the woods and had the hotel in the city about 40, 50 minutes away and had a very um, passionate driver <laughs> who was very excited to be in his new work and taking the corners very and fast. And we were very grateful for him Yes, to drive absolutely. Us. <laughs> I love you, Ty. But um, you had a pounding headache and everything hurt and um, yeah. those fast corners weren't helping you. And I think by the time we got to the hotel... You were very unwell, and you kind of coughed okay. through the night. And yeah. about two AM came around, and I just um, rang up the concierge and was like, "Hello, <laughs> <laughs> what do we do?" And they kind of give um, medication, so yeah, ran down Adelaide Terrace at two AM in the morning, casually, um, just looking for husband duties straight away, <laughs> literally, <laughs> just break <laughs> it. Looked for a pharmacy. Thankfully, found one. It was probably only about 100 meters away, and I bought one of every cough syrup bottle that they had, and um, took them all back. None of which were. Oh, <laughs> and then. It's like, what is this sugar? <laughs> so then we tried to make you a salt water gargle because we had hot water because we had a kettle, and I, I, I don't know what happened. But I asked for salt. So they gave me a salt shaker and like a tiny it literally had one pinprick on it. <laughs> and so I kid you not, so I was cool. in the bathroom for 15, 20 minutes shaking the thing, just trying you to get like... You can't screw it up? No, no, it's like a solid porcelain one. I don't even know. How did they yeah. get the salt in? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I was so out of it. I, didn't even I was know. just shaking it for like 15, 20 minutes and then, yeah, so... Yeah, just get a teaspoon of salt into a hot water drink for you. 
And anyway, it was it was very eventful. I ended up bringing your mum like 9 a.m. the next morning. <laughs> so, you know, you're meant to be in this beautiful bubble outside of society. I'm already like, you know, SOS oh, contacting mums. <laughs> Help. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, that was funny. Thankfully, you cleared up in a few days. And thankfully, yeah, even though literally we were flying off to – we went to Japan for our honeymoon and said that we were literally two days – we got married and then we had like two days and yeah. we flew off yeah. and so oh my gosh back. we took it to the doctors that's yeah, right. that's how we spent those two days instead yeah. of the hotel and chilling oh, wow. we yeah. made an emergency doctor meeting and this is someone who like and they never get sick as well mm-hmm. they were so run down they got a new infection and they were like yeah uh, so glad we got it now because yeah. like at the beginning yeah, you know, yeah. when we were flying we've been well. an international yeah. country trying to deal with an air infection that would have hurt a lot flying yeah, yeah, right. yeah it wasn't. we prayed a lot <laughs> yeah, and I really get funny about flying because of like mm. your ears popping and stuff in your head. You were it's actually like, not too bad on the flight, though, thankfully. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, yeah God, God help us for sure. You know, we needed it. Did you have a good time in Japan? Oh my God. I think almost every person we've ever met in our lives since then. Who doesn't? Have you been to Japan? You need to go to Japan. Yeah. Japan's the best country in the world. Oh my goodness. The people in the world. Just, yeah. Yeah, don't get us started. Because <laughs> that will be the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not relationships. How good's Japan? How good is Japan? <laughs> but I'm going to take you guys back before the cough syrup, before the ear infection of how you actually met. Mm. Mm. Okay. You said you're going to take us back, so... Um, down um, memory lane, um, <laughs> but I wasn't there, so can you take me back? <laughs> you know, memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it sounds That's exactly like. how it goes. So, how did we meet, hon? How did we meet? Well, every, every year <clears throat> for, for a long time, mm-hmm. I'd have an open street church. Um, we'd go, like all the young adults would go down to Mandra. We go on weekend in March and we just hang out. And um, this particular year, yeah, a lot of our, between 13, um, there are at least two other couples there that met their future spouses, um, not including us. This isn't Love Island, by the way. Um, no, it wasn't. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's a really good point. It's for young adults to go down south and get to know God, <laughs> to have God encounters and relationships. Just happened to be a fruit um, of that. <laughs> that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Thank you. Um, a fruit of that. And so this particular year, um, yeah, like we, we were down there, and um, and well, I just remember I was. It was my first time. I think like two years or okay. maybe it was my second. I was very new to young adults still. Like, I was still meeting friends, like, my age. And so I was working with a really great bunch of girls and got told that there was... Um, Dreamy guy. Told that there were games in another oh. dorm um, one afternoon. And so, yeah, it turns out it was one of the guides' dorms and there were lots of people there, boys and girls. It wasn't, you know, just just a couple of keen, like, keen girls just yeah. walking out. So anyway, and I'm, and I'm just so not like that and I've always been so wary of having that, like, as part of someone's reputation, and I'm always been really protective with my friends. Yeah. So I was like, you sure we're okay? Yeah, 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 we fine. So I'm like, okay, cool. And, um, yeah, there was lots of things going on. There was a movie happening, people playing board games, we were chatting, and um, I ended up, well, I don't actually remember meeting meeting you. I know that you were there. Yeah, and sure. Shout out to our best man, Adam Yee, the yep. best man. Yeah. Man of worth. Man of worth. actually, he knew, like, Adam and I had, like, gone, grown up in the kids' church together and stuff, so he, we knew each other and introduced me to, oh, my dad over here. <laughs> and I thought, oh, this guy's cute. Such <laughs> a yummy young boy. <laughs> Okay, not <laughs> why did she like, age like 50 years? I'm not. 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 I'm not.
Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't used to talking, like, I grew up with brothers and that's kind of it. Like, and I had mm. guy friends, but not in that sense of talking to friends. Like, that just wasn't. And then on the flip side, what was, like, your point of view? Um, my point of view was Adam and I were trying to impress um, nobody because we knew our worth. So. <laughs> No, I'm surprised that we went to a resort because, yeah, that probably, like, I mean, sure, technically probably the first time we met each other but not really an overly significant moment for us. It was just literally the first meeting. Um, I'd been in church for about three months, I think, by that point, two or three months. So, yeah, without giving the whole details, um, came Christ when I was 16 um, in the sense that, yeah, like came to church for the very first time, um, Adam, Adam told me, um, and, um, yeah, like gave my heart at that, that time, that point in time, um, and loved it, but yeah, it was still very much struggling to walk that out in my Monday to Saturday. So every Sunday was just like repentance Sunday for me, um, of being deeply impacted, but, you know, just really struggling to actually walk that out then. Um, afterwards um, and you know like I, I, I got to own my own stuff and I'm going to say it was because of my family because of my friends but yeah like I, I, I wasn't involved in any sort of um, like a youth group and, and my family wasn't um, you know practicing Christianity or anything like that um, I had a lot of um, yeah I had a lot of like actual push against faith in my family and in my friendship so but yeah, like I own my part of that story. But long story short, for those until I was about twenty-one, um, yeah, I was just kind of in on the Sundays, but not not really living that life. And yeah, it, it became very real to me um, while I was overseas at the time. That yeah, I'm either in this or I'm not. Like I've I've been, you know, I keep getting repeatedly impacted by the goodness and love of God. And wanting to respond to that and wanting to um, go all in, but not going all in. And um, I just felt that there was an opportunity for me. You know, it was, it was New Year's at the time and I made a New Year's resolution to, yeah, just become a Christian and um, read my Bible every day, which was the only thing I knew <laughs> I thought was going to be helpful. And kind of skipping through that, that actually really unlocked a huge amount of things. God did crazy things in just a month of me really. Um, I stopped going to my parties and clubs and stuff doing that. And, yeah, God just really filled my heart, filled my life. And I got back to Perth and was like, I need community. Um, so I rang up the church and um, at that time they said, oh, perfect timing. I'm going to also starting on this Friday. And I was like, oh, sweet. Because they had a service that ran every Friday just for young adults. Yeah. So it would be in one part of the church. Yeah. For the high schoolers and then young adults. So 18, 18, 18, 25, I think we used to say. And that was actually, um, yeah, Pastor Jules' first um, service at our church. He'd just come over and he was our new young adults pastor. And that was his very first service. Yeah. And so I rocked up and I was terrified, like didn't. I literally didn't know anybody there um, and I've always had, well, not anymore, but I used to have, yeah, like huge just social anxiety. Um, anyway, kind of skipping skipping through all that, what ended up happening was, yeah, I got into community. Um, I gave, rededicated my life that night and, um, yeah, some some people that I'd known, they said, oh, you should join a Connect. I'm like, oh, what's a Connect? And it's like, oh, it's a small group. I'm like, okay, cool. I just... I need, I need people around me. So, and that connect leader turned out to be um, Mel's brother, Mel's eldest brother, Grant. So, Shout out to Grant. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And this is before you've met Mel. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah so, yeah, so I joined Grant's Connect and then, um, yeah, I just started coming to Connect. And, but I mean, his, his Connect was huge. It was like 20, 25 of us. So. I bet we used to meet every week, and so... Um, yeah, on Wednesday night every week. Yeah, it was every week, and Revo, and Sunday church. So those were the days. <laughs> wow. But anyway, um, yeah, so just kind of... Fast forward. Fast forward into that. To, yeah, to resort, met Mel there. But again, you know, like, I thought she was cute, as any sane person would. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I was very much, um, I guess, from my history... I was very convinced that I was not ready 
in any sense to pursue a girl um, because, yeah, like I'd known how much that had played part of my story when I was a 16 year old. And yeah, like I finally felt like, you know, like this is really working, really having momentum with this Christian thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, I was just such a baby Christian and just, um, yeah, I was like, no, like I'm not, I'm not at all, um, yeah, ready to do that. And I, I knew nothing about Mel either. I just thought that she was an amazing, you know, person, really funny, really cute, all that stuff. But, yeah, like I didn't at all feel, you know. You're words of affirmation, aren't you? <laughs> A little bit, yeah. But yeah, like I didn't at all feel, yeah, worthy even of dating. Be like you obviously been a Christian your whole life and a respected family. And, well, see, that's the context that I And I was, you yeah, know, being right. led by your older brother as well. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I was so, I was wary of not going to this thing and, and it wasn't even just going to the storm like it was fine it was super cash but even just chatting with guys like I was always because I'd, I'd grown up grown up in a Christian home um, amazing parents God-fearing parents and um, basically grown up in the church that's now Kingdom City County Bow. Um so at that point it was um, Lassie mm-hmm. Lassie Church and so well PCLC actually PCLC yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and so during that time, yeah, like I was in my, I was just moving out of my teens, and I think that year I was 20, mm-hmm. and guys weren't on my radar at all. Like I was in, going into the final year of my undergrad, um, I was studying creative writing and performing arts at the time, and I was really loving that and felt God's really calling me to the creative art industry. If I have to move countries, I can't take a guy with me, like... So guys just weren't on my radar at all, um, which is really generally I find how God works. Nothing's on your radar until, you know, yeah. he, he puts it in place. But, um, yeah, so whilst Dave's sort of thinking all these things, like, oh, I'm not worthy, I'm on the other hand thinking, like, I don't got time for this. Like, <laughs> I've got stuff that I need to do. The Lord's graced me. I'm yeah. going for it. Um, and then six, so we met at resort, but then six, six months later he kind of approached me and, yeah, yeah. So just as I got to know you over a period of five, six months being in connect, I started having feelings and So, so she was in your connect. Yeah. Yeah, but there was a big connect yeah. though, so mm. we didn't even chat. No, no. It was only but yeah, towards that five, six month we started to because her elder brother Grant like had really taken me under his wing, which mm. I'm forever thankful for. But like he you know, he In more ways than one. <laughs> but like no, like legitimately he would, you know, have a games night or like he just like invite me to like come over on a Saturday night when you guys were all hanging out and watching a movie at home. Mm-hmm. Um, because you guys do a lot of family stuff, so yeah, like Grant really took me under his wing. And so just through that, I got to know, you know, your other brother. Um, I think your sister was actually over in the West during that period. Um, and then, yeah, obviously you yourself as well. So it was more like through Grant and that connection met Mel. And, yeah, when I started having feelings, just denied it because I was like, God, I can't do this. I'm not ready, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I don't want Grant to think that I'm just using him. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> But yeah, I'm working on all the detail. But I'd say our relationship's the fruit of David's relationship. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of fruit today. (laughs) I can tell he's a vegetarian. (laughs) Anyway, it ended up that yeah, it felt. I don't know if you want to talk further about how how does one feel it's ready to you know step in a relationship, but got to that place and so talked to her brother. Was like. Look, I think I just need to be honest with you. I've got feelings for your sister. Um, I just don't want to disrespect or dishonor you. I, I don't even know what I was asking. I'm not asking for permission to date because like, I'm a, I can make my own choice. But at the same time, I kind of was. Like, I, was yep. I honestly just love and respect you so much that if you actually probably turned around and said, no, I don't think that you should or that's not my timing, I, I probably would have listened and said, yeah, sure. Um, but he, he was um, mercifully very uh, supportive. <laughs> was so cool. Very, very supportive, but he said that I should talk to your father as well. So, <laughs> this is not the proposal, So, yeah, so I rang up your dad, and he's a car mechanic, and met him at the workshop, and and um, yeah, went to a cafe and felt very intimidated, even though he's not at all an intimidating guy. He's the very most sweet, laid back, 
very Aussie, humble, like, kind person you will meet. Like yeah. so chill, and the fact that David was so nervous. Because <laughs> he's your dad, Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I just have a lot of honour for your family and probably a little bit in an unhealthy way again of I didn't feel particularly worthy myself. So I probably, you know, really was like triply making sure, are you sure you guys will accept me? Like, am I good enough for your daughter to date? But that was, that was probably really what I was thinking. Um, but and, and I did. I honestly did want to honour your parents. I thought, yeah, sure. Like, this is this is very new. This is not at all how we do relationships in my family. And, um, you know, uh history but this felt very lovely and so but yeah I kind of spat it out eventually to him can I date your daughter and I kind of know what he said but yeah he was fine but thank thank god (laughs) so um yeah and then yeah so then finally spat out the feelings it's a very long story and we won't go into all too bad spat out the feelings and said hey look we've been hanging out a lot and I just feel I need to be honest and honestly this was a very God moment I, was, I can remember the book I was reading and the convicting moment I felt God say you need to tell Mel how you're feeling because again this honor thing like if you are into her you need to be upfront. front like you, whether she likes you or not is irrelevant you need to respect her and show her that by not having ulterior motives I guess in your heart of like hey I like hanging out with you and so yeah so I did I, I, I just um we hung out and I, I said, look, I just got to tell you, yeah, I know we're good friends, but I have yeah. feelings for you and, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I laughed because I was in so much shock that he was so, like, unlike any other guy that I, because I hadn't dated any guy before, but I had, obviously, like we all do, you had a crush on a couple of guys, but, like, David was the first guy ever, even in the relationships with my friends at that point, who had been so upfront and so honest with how he was feeling and it coming from a place of honour and respect. Mm. Like, I respect our friendship and I respect you so much that you deserve to know this is why I am acting this way. Mm-hmm. But then if you don't if you don't have those feelings, like, I will still respect you. Yeah. And I was in so much shock and I was blown away so much that I... <laughs> Because <laughs> I was starting to have feelings for him as well, but I still didn't feel like I knew him well enough mm-hmm. to make that decision. Um, and I was still wary that he was still such a baby Christian as well. And I didn't, as much as you didn't want to interfere with what God was doing with you, I didn't want to be what got in the way. So um, I was in so much shock that I kind of just left the conversation, didn't really tell him how I felt. <laughs> Just like, thank you. Basically, until I, like, by the time the shot wore off later that afternoon, I, like, sent her a message. I was like, oh, my God. Like, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, my God. I feel so stupid. He's not going to want to hang out again. Um, And we ended up having another coffee, and I just basically shared that. I I think that you're really awesome. Um, And in my head, I'm thinking, and you look so darn cute. But I... Well, you're only human. Yeah, your sense of humour is not going <laughs> to... There's four people listening. Um, yeah, and so I just basically said, like, I just still don't feel like I know you well enough, though, to actually be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, like, I'm kind of going to date. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's kind of an journey. Yeah. Like, think, just in terms there. of us getting to know each other. Yeah. Then we had a chat with your parents. When we, when we kind of realised... So we were very formal beginning to our relationship, but um, mm-hmm. I, I new Christian and someone who's never really kind of dated. Yeah, people it was and, it was definitely it was different circumstances, but yeah, I, th- I think the honor thing is huge. Of yeah, for both of us, just yeah, wanting wanting to wanting to start things right, mm-hmm. and yeah. and it is, and it's, it's so hard. I know as a guy, definitely, and for this chat many times with guys as well, of like. What do you do when you like a girl? You don't know if she likes you back, and I don't think it's wise to just always. This is how I feel, and like you know, but it, it does. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it gets to a point where you know in your heart that like I need, I need to share this with them because yeah, I want to honor them, and it's not coming from a place of manipulation. Like I'm sharing with this so that you will think this too. But yeah, I. Th- 
like I felt that it was more than reasonable enough for you to assume that there was something more. Because I mean, by that point, even like you know, we were we'd obviously hung out um, in groups, but you know, like we were kind of clean to each other in the group settings. Like it was kind of obvious that there was more possibly going on in yeah, terms I was of like still oh, they're super pretty close. Wary of it being too, I don't think it would have been that obvious. Yeah, that, that's not my point. Though my point is like. It was clear enough to me that I, I didn't want to lead you on yeah. with, hey, is he into me or is he not? Because I felt I've probably laid down enough signals to show Mel that I'm interested. I need to now kind of take that next step and hate to put it actually out there. You know, this is where I'm at. And it's not to manipulate you, but yeah, like I wanted to honor you and not definitely not just lead you on. Be like, well, I guess from your point of view, you know, not feel like. Or is he ever, is he serious or is he not? Or is he enemy? Is he not? I, I don't mm. believe. Yeah. But, but that then it comes and at a certain really, point, though. It's not It's not just at the beginning for everybody. Yeah. That, definitely. that for us was that point. And that really came through in what you were saying. And that's why I was so shocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so genuine. <laughs> he really means what he's saying. Mm. And um, yeah, I just, I've never seen that. Mm. Yeah. So long story, yeah. but that's long kind story. of how we met, how we yeah. started dating. So, yeah. we, so you were 19, I was 20 when we started dating. Mm. We were 20, 30. Mm. Um, both in uni. Both in uni. So I was just finishing my undergrad going into then my honours year. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then, and then it was just a little start of mine. Yeah. yeah. From that story, though, mm. there's actually like a lot of points that I want to address. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very interesting um, in terms of you saying that you were a new Christian, mm-hmm. um, you were just learning um, more about God and everything, mm-hmm. and there must have been that fear of not wanting to repeat the same mistakes oh, yeah. or um, even lead this girl on who has like um, such a great walk with, with God, mm-hmm. right? So I think like practically what would that look like for someone um, who's at that point where they're like, oh, yeah, like, um, I'm interested, but is this my own feelings? Is this even God? Mm-hmm. Like, how do they take that to God knowing that they have all these feelings? Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. um, because I do feel like there's always that barrier and it's almost like you don't want to be playing games with people. Yeah. But you don't want to yeah. just um, chuck the so chest, the queen at them or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So how do you navigate, like how did you navigate through that with taking it to God? Yeah, yeah whatever you think. Um, but, um, I just think from my perspective, um, from the guy's perspective, is that um, I'm aware of um, young and old men probably um, just – yeah, like things are lacking in masculinity nowadays that maybe were higher um, occurring in times gone by, especially maybe around confidence, um, knowing what it means to pursue a woman, um, knowing how to treat a woman, knowing that men, not, you know, and like it doesn't always have to be, but a man probably should always initiate the relationship, in my opinion. I think I just feel that that's the way that God has um, made men. Um, and I, I think to be honest, like looking back on my own journey, I was a, before I rededicate 21, I was a 20 year old boy. I wasn't a 20, 20 year old man. I was a 20 year old boy. Like, yeah, sure. I had big boy feelings and thoughts and dreams and desires, but like my heart and my lack, you know, lack of integrity, not really having confidence, not really having worth. Those are things that God grows up in men. And um, I think the repercussions nowadays in society is that, yeah, like we see and, and we have lots of, you know, conversations and see it repeated often, you know, that, that exact situation of like, hey, I think this person's into me. I don't know if they are or they're not. Kind of playing a bit games and you go talk to the – and if I go talk to the boy, it's just like, I just I just don't know. Like I don't know if I'm into her or not and I don't want to I don't want to throw myself out there. But as the man, like you just, you just need to have courage. Like you just yeah. you actually just need to have courage that like you need to do the right thing yeah. at the end of the day. Um, and I think it's such a simple message, but yeah, for all young men is you need to do what's right. And it might not be easy, but you need to do the right thing. And um, and you felt that conviction. I hundred percent. I hundred percent. And that's that was the the, the, yeah. the game changer. 
Um, yeah, I need to do the right thing. Because that's what you were saying. It's not just a matter of, it's not you know, the second you get to feelings, yeah, my feelings. 100%, yeah. yeah. You, you know, if you were feeling that God was yeah, speaking to you about 100%. that time, what book were yeah. you reading? I think it'd be beneficial <laughs> to tell people. The book that has changed my life the most part from the Bible is Wild Heart by John Eldridge and anything by the Eldridge. They're just incredible. But coming back to the point, Eldridge I, family. Eldridge family. <laughs> Yeah. Coming back to the point about, you know, what do you do in that situation, I just, um, I don't know if mine was the perfect example, but I, I genuinely, um, first of all, I, I just, I knew for me that my feelings, given my track record, probably were not a good timing because I was such a young Christian. And so I legitimately just prayed and said to God, God, I give you these feelings as much as I would like to hold on to them right now and just pursue that. I'm actually, for the first time in my life, <laughs> I'm actually going to sit and wait. Um, oh, actually, I didn't even sit and wait. I said, actually, no, God, I'm saying red, you take more. away. <laughs> but, you know, I'm actually going to stop and for the first time in my life, not just make a decision based on what I think I should do, but actually try and sense you um, what you're doing. And I wouldn't have used that language back then, but that's what I did looking back on it now. Um, and the second biggest thing was I was in community. I had, uh, I didn't immediately like say to my friends this one feeling but I started talking to Adam pretty soon after mm-hmm. even um Pastor Jules like he knew about it pretty soon like how I was starting to have feelings and so like I had people who knew where I was at especially because I felt weak and I wanted mm-hmm. I wanted people who I thought were wise and um you know good judges to be able to um help me in this because yeah, I, I didn't really trust myself. So those are probably one two big things. You need to be able to give it to God. And I think if you can give it to God, then he can trust you back with it. It's that same thing of like the same kind of the start of it's often when you're not looking for it that it gives it to you, not always, but it's like if you can trust giving it to him, it's then when he actually is like, oh, okay, now I trust you with it. It's like, oh, what? <laughs> but it, it, it is in that same way um, that that was really helpful for me. Having people who knew and just asking their advice, hey, I'm having these feelings, I don't think it should have them. And it was, it was probably honestly the encouragement of Jules, like two or three months later, being like, hey, you should actually pursue her. And I was like, nah, nah, I don't think I'm ready. But in that same way, that was then helpful for me to hear someone who spoke past yeah. my own sense of unworthiness to them bring an encouragement of like, no, like I think you are ready to, you know, give this a shot because mm-hmm. I probably then wouldn't have done anything. So we can be our own harshest critic mm. as well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. It's, and it's even more beautiful the fact that Jules is the one that actually yeah. 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 Oh, that's wow. true. Yeah. yeah, he facilitated yeah. the ceremony. Yeah, really so shout out to Julian. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel like um I think it's almost like they just don't want to get it wrong, right? But it, yeah. it's coming in a sense. like It's a good motivation. Yeah. But totally. do you feel like then men are missing – not missing out, mm-hmm. but just like the opportunities there, but they're not taking it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I think we probably just need to be a little bit – I think a lot of things, but I think one thing is, yeah, just developing a new healthy culture of masculinity and um, part men – part, part of that being men um, being – uh, vulnerable with each other of like this is my this way I feel weak we don't like doing that and in terms of like hey I don't know what to do with this girl um, and I've got these feelings yeah like talking to talking to your brothers about that um, and getting their advice and then at the end of the day when you have peace with God of to pursue that to yes yeah, step out with courage which is not easy and it's messy and I stuttered and I stammered and I sweated through the conversation with Mel like it wasn't yeah, just you were almost shaking. like I felt I felt totally convicted but I didn't feel totally then like equipped like oh I'm gonna do this like I was terrified it was a healthy feeling yeah but honestly like afterwards I felt so good I was like you know what I still don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow but I just I'm so glad of the bag like that was mm. the right thing to do and as hard as that was. And so for men, definitely, you just you just got to have that courage to just, yeah, this is the right thing to do. And whether it goes terribly <laughs> or it goes really well, you've done the right thing. Yeah. If you've just loved and honoured and respected um, that woman in every single way, then you've, you have no room for regret. Um, and if they don't have feelings for you, yeah, that, that wasn't my story, but that would be hard. That would be hard to just bounce back, but... That's where you can trust God that now like I can stand by my man of valor. I, I did yeah. what I made to do. I did the right thing. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, God definitely will bless you in that. And that's, again, then where you can also lean in the community afterwards. You'll be like, that didn't go well. And you're, you're communing, you yeah. get around of you and be like, well done, though. Well done for being yeah. faithful. Well done yeah. for being courageous. And look, and it might be a bit awkward, <laughs> especially if that person is in your community. Yeah. Need to make some healthy distance, hundred percent. But I think if you're just acknowledging that and not letting it be awkward space, but you could be like, "Hey, just fine. You know, just while I'm feeling, or just yeah. while I'm, you know, yeah. still dealing with these feelings, like yeah. it might be healthy for us to kind totally. of have this space and yeah. and that obviously being on the other end of receiving what David had to say, like knowing that that was his intent and it wasn't to manipulate. I think so often I hear stories from friends or. You know, like, he, he told me his feelings and now I don't know what to do. Like, yeah, well, yeah. What did he leave you with? Nothing. He just told me his feelings. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, well, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, and totally. like, I feel really bad. And, and there have been situations where, yeah, guys have always used that to manipulate the girls. Like, well, I've put myself out there for you. It's like, okay, that was your choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point, hon, and maybe something I didn't say, but like in our conversation I did obviously say to you, this is where I'm at. Yeah. But I think I was also pretty clear in then like where to from here in terms of a if you feel like this, maybe let me know and then we can maybe yeah, work out how we would like to be more intentional. Yeah. But then also and if you don't feel that that's totally fine too. So like there wasn't just a here's my feelings, yes. there and was a uh, you know, like so, you know, not, not, you don't need to answer me right here, right now. But no, I, there wasn't yeah, a time limit. No, And it was hinging on David's conviction from the Holy Spirit, and this is just what he wanted to do. Yeah. And then it wasn't, I'm just telling you this because I'm, I'm trying to make something happen. Yeah. And that's where we've got to be careful. Yeah. And I think, like you say, it comes back to what God's saying to you, and when you actually then give him what you're feeling and what you're experiencing, you're inviting him into a space to take control. Mm. Right. In releasing that control, you're releasing your ability to dictate how things go. Yeah. Um, and, and who wants a life where they're constantly dictating how things end up? You know, mm. like it's so much more fun and adventurous and exciting when we invite God into that. Yeah. Um, and even that call to adventure. Yeah. As a part of. Definitely. You know, a man's makeup. Yeah. Something that David really loves to talk about as well. Um, but, you know, just inviting God into that space of, yeah, like I don't have to control this. Mm. Um, but just really mm. trusting in, in him. Mm. It's an invitation for us to really trust in him. Definitely. Um, especially when we're so vulnerable and in such a, um, yeah, like feelings are hard and they're tricky and yep. sticky. And, and I think yeah. it's really important for the, for the guys afterwards to be able to, yeah, really decompress that if it doesn't go well because, yeah, us guys have a real tendency to just um, not know, yeah, withdraw, not know how to handle your emotions afterwards and kind of being like, yeah, like, A, actually not even know what I'm feeling and then, B, how do I unpack this? Whereas, you know, I'm on blanket statement all women are really good with feelings and emotions but generally just do seem better at identifying what, what they're feeling and how to handle and respond to that. So if the guys, if that situation went really bad, it would be really important to then find other, probably other men that you can then unpack that with who are not just going to be like, oh, you'll be right, mate. Yeah, tapping up. Let's go play another game of FIFA. <laughs> like, you know, like, no, let's deal with this. This was a wounding. This, this hurt your heart. Like, how can we unpack and how can we then, you know, sit in this together? That's, um, yeah, that's quite difficult for guys to do and not easy to find help in that. So it's um, important. That's so cool. I feel like this needs to be a whole, like, yeah. I feel this is women at work and I've just totally hijacked it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that's the thing, like women of worth, we're just not, it's not just women and then that's yeah. it, we isolate yeah. between women, but like we share the planet with men and women, mm. you know, and that's I think true. this has been really insightful. Um, it's something we don't really hear about because mm. it's very internalized. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. But I actually wanted to end with just the flip side. Mm. Um, so with the woman, mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. all this is happening with the guy. Mm-hmm. And yes. obviously, women, we have good intuition. We know, like, you guys think about something, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, like, for the woman, what does she do? Because I guess we're taught, like, men pursue. Yeah. So does the woman, like, it's like you're just stuck here in this. Is this a game or, like, yeah. what are they thinking? Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, at the time, Fine I was game. in... <laughs> Amen after God's own. <laughs> well, amen, amen. <laughs> um, Sorry. 
And to be honest, at that point, I was not in that space that you're talking about. Mm. I was in so much denial because for me, safety was denying what was obvious. Mm. It was safer for me to say, no, there's nothing there. David just wants to hang out with me. Purely on a friendship basis. Um, Or something to do with volunteering at church or... Connect. Like, or connect. Yeah, exactly. I connect group. And so I had to, like, in my head, I convinced myself that that's why I went because and, – and that kind of says a lot about where I was with my walk with God and, and boys and relationships. Like um, like I said, I hadn't been in a relationship before, but um, when I did have feelings for guys in the past, like, there were a lot of games and a lot of guessing, and so that kind of – put me off guys a bit more in, that, in terms of that. Like, well, yeah, I don't need that. I'd rather wait until they're older and more mature and, mm. you know. And so, yeah, in terms of, I think, and I just don't kind of question, but at that point I was in so much denial that that was even a thing. I definitely picked up signals that just to help myself kind of chill and not run ahead in my head. I just, yeah, that just wants to talk about it. And so then when he actually did, I was just in shock. Um, but in terms of, like, do you just wait? Like, what is, what is a woman doing that? I think, yeah, like, mm. I would, I would say, and it's funny because despite David and I being very different in our personalities, like, we're, we're pretty similar in terms of, like, obviously we're very, <laughs> we have the same values and we, you know, similar to things that really matter and, and hold our marriage together, but in that belief that the guy should be the one pursuing, I think, and in terms of the way that they, like what you were saying in that moment, when you're surrendering your feelings to God and saying, this is what you're convicting me on, okay, um, I think that women, we should be doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you made a nice guy, he's really awesome, definitely what the the little feminist part of myself is going to be like, yeah, like if you got feelings for him, you should let him know. And I'm also like, well, so much of our heart has been designed to be pursued. Mm. And so I feel also torn to say, yeah, well, if you feel like feelings are kind of coming up with a particular guy, like just take them to God. Um, I don't. And look, God speaks to us all in different ways and, you know, convicts us in different situations. And at one point it might be the same thing. He might convict, like, if the shoe was on the other foot, he might have convicted me to be like, hey, you're starting to have these feelings towards David and they're affecting your actions and you might be actually leading him on. Like, mm-hmm. you need to be honest. Mm-hmm. I would say that that would be fine. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Because, yeah. again, it's coming back to that heart of respect, that heart of honouring. And boy might just have a boy brain and literally have no idea that. Boy brain's actually a thing. It's actually a thing, for sure. Like, <laughs> I didn't think we will unpack that. that in the next episode. <laughs> because, really, we always, we're naturally always thinking, we see stuff on the external and then we, yeah. we naturally fill in the blanks of what's going on inside someone else's head. Yeah. You know, naturally that's just kind of how, over time, we've started to interpret feelings and thoughts and whatever. But, Guys, it's not like that at all. Ninety percent of the time, yeah. um, the actions are, are showing what's being shut, what's being thought of. But yeah, um, so I know. So coming back to the comments, like to the question, I'm very good at going on tangents. My students will notice. Um, <laughs> but coming back to your question, I would say that if you are a woman. Who's feeling, who's had these feelings about a guy, mm-hmm. if you're feeling like he's leading you on, mm-hmm. I would definitely say that, uh, and you're not seeing any initiative on his part to show, to share feelings mm-hmm. or whatever, like, I would definitely say it's worth having a conversation with just asking. Yeah, absolutely. Just give him an opportunity. Just, yeah, and that's yeah. not necessarily inviting him to then have that conversation, but just for the sake of. Where is this going? Yeah. What's going mm-hmm. on? You need to protect your heart. Because and... it's, it's like this equal tangent of like you should know what you want and shouldn't settle if you feel like, you know, this person should be pursuing you and they're not. Then that same 
also you should also just also give them an opportunity though to respond and share because they might just literally just be having a boy brain moment and not be interpreting the signs and actually may be interested but did not at all think that that was even a possibility or long time etc but that conversation might spark even for them oh oh, okay yeah cool well maybe yeah could we maybe have another chat about this in a week or something Mm -hmm. Um, i feel like you could. I'm, I'm just going to say it because that's our testimony because I was, you know, you're a mature Christian and I was a baby Christian. And if you just judged me from the outset of he doesn't really have it together with God and all those things, which are really important and very true. Things that are really genuinely yeah. very obvious. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have had an opportunity to actually, um, yeah, show my heart, show where God was taking me, um, not just where I was. And that's, again, a really... Um, really important point you know when you're in a cell and you're not really sure where you're at with god and all those things it's it is it's a tricky thing of like well is it that they're on the right track like are they going in the right direction or is it mm-hmm. no i'm just going to wait until they're at that point where i feel like it's safe and it's healthy um, but ultimately yeah. i think mm-hmm. in, in relation to your question i would say it goes back to the thing that I learned and that's been consistent throughout my journey with God is to go where peace is. Mm-hmm. And you know it's peace. You know what peace is? Like, I don't even know how to describe peace, but, like, you, if you've got a relationship with God, you know he speaks to everyone differently. And in that way, you know when he is speaking to you and convicting you on something. Mm-hmm. And I would say trust that. So if your instinct is... If you're getting all these signs from the sky and you're thinking, so he's acting like he's interested, but I don't know, give that to God and ask, God, is this an invitation for me to step up? You can even pray, God, convict him. (laughs) You know, God, convict him or make him realize this or, um, yeah, just do, I need you to do something here. And, and God will show up, whether that's through him convicting the, the, the woman in that relationship or through relationships, so, um, or convicting the guy. You know, yeah. like I just feel like there's no one size fits all for every relationship and every situation. Um, totally, yeah. And like naturally I think we think in terms of our makeup as men and women, you know, women, we're – we're wired to, to be pursued and so naturally I would encourage any guy in that terms of what David was saying before, if you're feeling that conviction, your, your feelings have been forming your actions and yep. perhaps you're leading someone on, like tell them how you're feeling out of a place of love and respect, not a place yep. of manipulation. Um, Just and, don't do it alone. Do like talk to people about that. Yeah. Pray about that. Yeah. And I would say that say exactly the same thing for women as well. If you're feeling like, if you've got feelings and they're influencing your actions mm. and you're potentially leading on someone else, mm. that you need to take responsibility for your actions. And you need to, mm-hmm. because you can't just control how someone else acts or how someone else responds, but mm. you, you can control how, how you do. Mm-hmm. And I think God calls us to take responsibility for that. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say the same with women. Get around other women. Yeah. Guys aren't as complicated as we think. No. Not all of them, anyway. <laughs> a good chunk of them are. Um, and, you know, go where, go where your peace is. If that is to um, confront that person and not, well, we should say care front. Our, some of our lovely friends that we have that our um, counsellors refer to it as care frontation <laughs> because the objective is out of love. Mm. You know, you can confront mm. them. Um, but, yeah, care front that someone. Ask them. And you can make light of it as well. It doesn't have to be really serious. And so, do you have things for me or not? You know, but you can, <laughs> you can have it. Hey, so we've been hanging out. And yeah. It just, I it just feels like it's, that, you know, it feels like it's high school romantics until you kind of get to this point where it's like, oh, I'm into them. Are they into me? I don't know. Oh, they're into me. Oh, I'll talk to their friends. What are their friends saying? It's like, come don't on, guys. Do like, that. Seriously, we're grown adults here. Mm. And like, yeah, love really hurts if it doesn't work out. But yeah, like, yeah, it's, you will, you will, you will okay. recover. You will be okay. Yeah, and it's yeah. not going to be as awkward as you think. It's only as awkward as you make it. Yeah, be the big person. I think um, no, those are really good points, and I think something in the Christian community we're also like scared because we're in a such a close community. Yeah, yeah. That's true. but I love that 
yeah, if it doesn't work out, you can fall back on that community and yeah. it's not a judgment yeah. zone. But yeah. No, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Mm. We're kind of blessed in our community is huge. So, like, literally, if it didn't work out, you could probably still exist in the same terms. Or <laughs> <laughs> the same connect. Oh, our, connect yeah. was, our connect was quite Yeah, I know. We probably wouldn't have, though. Like, it, well, I, don't, I don't know for us, but we probably wouldn't. Oh. We probably advise <laughs> it to other people though. Yeah, like it, okay. It's mm, too close. You need time apart. But any, anyway, yeah, that, that is harder if, if maybe you're part of a smaller church or something mm, and yeah. that is your friendship circle. Yeah, but again, that's the role of bringing people in around you and sharing from where you're at and getting their insight as well. Yeah. Um, scary as that can be, that's really healthy. And on the flip side of that, if you go on a date to get to know someone, like if you're in a situation like us where David is like, hey, these are my feelings, and I'm like, okay, I feel like I know you well enough yeah. to go on the feelings that I already think I have. Mm. Um, going on a date is not a marriage proposal. Yeah. <laughs> and all the people in the back said, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> Um, you know, there's no yeah. harm in getting to know totally. someone. Yeah. But I think, like, I I really love that you stepped out as as a guy and God have convicted you, like, said it was setting the parameters for that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just us getting to know each other and mm-hmm. we find that, you know, we'll just go on a couple of dates and kind of see, mm-hmm. where, see yeah. where our hearts are, see where God yeah. is kind of, yeah. you know, leading us and... That for me just meant, oh, okay, there's a little this pressure. I have to please this guy. I have to, and naturally I'm wired to be, to be very, um, to please other people, to make sure that other people's needs feel met. And so for me, in terms of that being my personality, I felt, yeah, so much better knowing that, yeah, okay, we're just kind of hanging out. God's in control here and. Just kind of see how things go. And we had people in and around us like who knew where we were at. Absolutely. We were in Ireland. We were not in Ireland. Yeah. That could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> we have a lot coming out of this. But, yeah, it makes me think of just – it's kind of just like setting the, the scene to be like equal and like having God um, kind of like create that landscape for yeah. you guys. And I think – I want this to like out of like encouragement um, – if you're in either side or you're thinking about it or whatever, it's the great thing is like it's God leading each individual. Right. It's not you're like waiting for this guy to be led um, to lead you or the mm-hmm. other way around for her to make a move. Like doesn't matter, but it's like what is God saying to you? Because yeah. in the end, if it's meant to be like, I feel like God will lead both, right? If you're both yeah. um, attentively listening. So, yep. I was going to say, and I think that comes back to a question that you'd asked us, which was um, – not while we were speaking, but prior to this, um, you know, how do you know if someone's a Christian versus someone um, it just attends church? Just attends church. Yeah. And I think um, ultimately the fruit is in, or we see evidence in, in, in how they walk about their life, mm-hmm. how they do life. And um, in that situation, I feel like there are so many people who are like, oh, like I like this person, but I don't know if, if they're so if they have a strong enough faith. I think a big indicator to answer that question is are you con- trying to convince yourself that they're a Christian? Like, are you trying to, are you constantly saying, oh, but, but they're really committed? They serve a lot. Oh, but they, if you're constantly. If you're, okay, well, obviously, <laughs> running a connect would mean well, a devotion. Well, <laughs> not from my experience. I was going to say, well, maybe not. Not in our circles. <laughs> I'm not pointing Not in our church. But yeah. you've you've seen other people in other terms. Yeah. So kind of just derailed where I oh, was sorry. going. No, but, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. But I think just the fact that if you're constantly justifying and constantly thinking of reasons to judge, then that's your answer. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. But sorry, I just when you were talking, that's yeah. just something that came to mind, like in terms of yeah, is someone just a Christian? Are they? Yeah. Are they Christian, walking with God every day, it's part of their life, they they breathe who they are, or are they just going to church? And that's our story, because I was very new Christian, I was very, like, you know, I wasn't into club or something, but, you know, like, I was very, obviously, (laughs) still God chipping away at things in His grace, you know, um, 
in yeah insecurity and growing in identity and all those really kind of foundational things. Well, even though we'll continue to learn those things for the rest of our life, but yeah. you saw past just those things and saw yeah. the heart and saw there is you know more than just the external. Yeah, I know where he's at, but yeah. there is a no. Like he actually just really loves God first. Like yes, period. at the end absolutely. of the day, he actually just does love God first, not me first, God first. And so there's a difference there between justifying and asking the question because I, I did have to have conversations with people like my leaders and my life and my friends like that like is he does he have a strong enough walk with God and immediately the response was yeah look at look at his life look what he's doing look at his language that he's using mm. and where that's coming from like when yeah, where that's that initial coffee. Not not just what he's doing, but where that's no, coming from. No, 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 no. Yeah. We get way too hung up in what people do. But in just in terms of what he was saying and the depth that was coming from, like, I, I can't explain it. Like, when you were talking you about your feelings, yeah. I could tell it was coming from your heart and that it was, there was God in it. Wow. And it wasn't just the same all that things. Because mm. I think you know. I think God's given us a conscience. He's given... God's given us that intuition mm, to know yeah. that it's genuine and then they're not. And so I think we need to trust ourselves a bit more mm. and give ourselves a bit more credit with this conscience and intuition that God's given us. You know, Holy Spirit does convict whether things are right, whether things are wrong, and we can we can trust ourselves and trust the God in us mm. in, in terms of that. Yeah, instead of like waiting for that shooting star <laughs> and all that signs and rainbows and all that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much guys. That was so good. Um, yeah, I think just key, (laughs) key takeaways I'm getting is be led by God. Um, community is so important pre, during, after. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Even in marriage, I I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted our wedding to be, it wasn't like. The wedding's obviously about us, but we wanted it to be a celebration of yeah. the people and the village that raised us. Mm. Um, and yeah. I think so many times we've seen relationships and people crumble as a result of becoming too insular too early, yeah. not having community around, yeah. they become the, each other's world yeah. in a really unhealthy way. And um, through yeah. seeing that, you know, we felt individually yeah. really convicted, like, no, nah, we need accountability, we need community. And it's not, and it's not just accountability in terms yeah. of security and, yeah. like, often that's what we think, but it's accountability in terms of, it's you know, you walk with God yeah. and, you know, if something comes up, you've got someone that you can share it yeah. with. Um, someone who's close enough that when they touch something, it actually hurts. Like, you be transparent, they can just see your stuff, they can be vulnerable and they can actually touch it and it could hurt, yeah. but... It's an actual sort of level of intimacy that you allow them into. And just encouragement too, though, like even if that's not your story and like you don't have, you know, people around you and older brothers and spiritual gurus to help, like even if that's just one person, there yeah. is surely people. And so don't be just, you know, discourage that. Oh, but I don't have, you know, his people. We don't even have the young adults in my church or whatever. Like mm. even if it's just one or a couple of people, like yeah. God, or God, God is God. He's able to use whatever is in your life. So just yeah. don't discount that. That won't yeah. be me. Start with whatever you have. And um, and if even if vulnerability and community isn't a value that's in and around your relationships, then be the person who starts that. Yeah, be the person absolutely. who starts to foster that, even if it's not there yet. It's never too late. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's always grace for that. And yeah, and if you don't have that or can't find that in your church or in your um, close vicinity of people, ask God for it. Mm-hmm. And we can, like we, I know that's such a simple thing to give so that we can just ask God. But we can say that because that's what we needed. And when we prayed and asked God, he provided and yeah. has continued to provide so many times in our life. Um, so, yeah, mm. just want to offer that encouragement to all the people out there. Relationships are tough. Navigating relationships not, not are hard. Not ours, obviously. Like, no. Most of us. Ours is a park, darling. Don't <laughs> <laughs> have any issues, whatever. Not me, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's going um, create relationships to be isolated. Mm. It's not... Okay, you get married and, okay, see you later. You're an island now. Mm. We're going to exist all the way over here. Yeah. Um, that's not at all how, how God's created relationships and communities. So mm-hmm. get around people. 
And saying so, we do encourage, um, yeah, if you did enjoy the podcast, um, to even leave questions or anything that I can send to Mel and Dave uh, for the future as well, if you have questions um, for them. And in terms of community, um, feel free to reach um, reach us through um, the PB&J cast and through our Instagram, Women at Worth X. And we're based in Perth. We can try our best to plug you in. Um, may that be our church or a different church mm-hmm. or just some community near you. Yeah. Um, we really yeah want that for you. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much um, for sharing. And I know that's just Thanks a little – yeah, you guys are – Ah, amazing. I know it's just like a glimpse into your life and there's so much more. Appreciate and love you guys a lot. Love you too. Thank you.